I want to start by telling everyone a story. So a couple years ago, my brother and I had a chance to go on a trip with my grandpa to Mammoth Caves. Now, if anyone's ever been there, you know that you go through and there's all these caverns and you walk through and see a bunch of stalactites and stalagmites. It's a really cool experience. So while we were going, we stopped in the midst of one of these, of this big open cave. And when you stop, the guide said to us, everyone hold on right here and watch. So we go and he all of a sudden shuts off all the lights in the cavern. It got pitch black. I mean, you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. Now think of like your room at night where everything is dark. You close the door, close the blinds, all the lights are off. That's dark, right? Now think of that times 10. You couldn't see anything. Now everyone just sat there not knowing what to do and just kind of sitting there waiting. Then all of a sudden, the guy turned on a little light on the top of his head. And you could see all of a sudden everything. From that one little light, you could see all around you. And then we waited a couple minutes with that and he turned on all the lights in the cavern. And the cavern at this first place was, seemed dark, but after the sitting in complete darkness, it was so bright, it was unreal. Now, our world is a little bit like that dark cavern. You know, we live in a dark cave. You can't always see what's happening. You can't see everything around you. But through a little bit of light that we can show through Jesus, everything lights up. Now, our world is full of lies, sin, and hate. I mean, all you have to do is turn on the news and you'll see headline after headline talking about wars, murders, theft, political turmoil, and a general hate for the other. Very rarely do you see or hear things about the good people are doing. Everything is negative. And yes, there is good in the world, but it's dominated by all those negative things. I think the only way of describing the world we live in is broken. We live in a broken world. And that's not breaking news to most people. We can look around and we can see that. And our broken world isn't going away yet. It'll continue to be broken until Christ's return. But that's our hope, right? Our hope is in Christ's return. So in the meantime, we will continue to live in a broken world. But... But we as Christians have an opportunity in that broken world to be different from the world, to show Christ's love in the midst of the hate of the world. We are called to love others. It's a clear command we are given. Let's turn to 1 John 4, 17 through 21. It says, this is how love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. 
The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brothers and sisters. So I see, when I read this verse, three really important ideas. Number one, we are called to be like Jesus. That means we need to love like Jesus loved. To love without fear. Fear of what others might think, fear of what others might say, or fear of what others might do. Matthew five fourteen through 16 says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. We are called to be different from the rest of the world. A light to the world. Our light that we can shine to others is our love. To show our love to a broken and hurting world shows Jesus to people who might not know him. Just as Jesus showed his love no matter what. And we can see that in Matthew 12, 9 through 14. This is a story of um, healing of a withered hand. It says, going from that place, he went into their synagogue, and a man with a shriveled hand was there. Looking for a reason to bring charges against Jesus, they asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? He said to them, If any of you has a sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. So he stretched it out, and it was completely restored just as sound as the other. But the Pharisees went out and plotted on how they might kill Jesus. The Pharisees literally wanted to kill Jesus for showing love to others. Yet he still showed his love to this man. He loved without fear of what would happen. He loved no matter what, without fear of who saw, and we should love in the same way, not concerned about how not concerned about how the world judges us because we are not a part of the world. We are different from the world. We are the light of the world. And we need to show our good deeds and point them back to our Father in heaven. Point number two. We are to love people because we were first loved. Ephesians 2, 4-5 says, But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. We don't deserve life. Paul says it clearly. We are dead in our transgressions. Because we sin, we deserve death. But because of God's love for us, we have been saved. We have an amazing gift, unlike anything else ever. We have the promise of eternal life. And we have the ability to try and help as many people as we can to secure that promise as well. Isn't that our goal as Christians? 
Isn't our goal to bring as many people to Christ as possible? And what better way to do that than to show our love to others? God sent his one and only son to die on the cross for our sins. An amazing sacrifice for us, sinners, unworthy of life. But yet, because of his great love, God sent his son to die for us. Don't we at least owe it a little bit to show an amazing love to the people around us as well? Bringing on my third point. Number three, if we claim to love God, then we also, then we also must love the others around us. Mark 12, 29 through 31 is Jesus speaking, and he's asked what the most important commandments is, and he says, the most important one, answer Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Jesus gives us two clear commands. And most of the Bible can be narrowed down into these things. Love God and love people. Jesus says it even clearer in John 15, 17. He says, this is my command, love each other. We are called to love one another. No matter what. Because of God's great love for us, we should love the others around us as well. So we are called to love others. We can clearly see this throughout the Bible. That we are called to love those around us. But what does that look like? How do we show our love to these pe- to people? There's so many verses that talk about this, but I want to hear what Jesus says, or I want to talk about what Jesus has to say in John 15, 13. He says, Greater love has no one than this, to lay one down one's life for one's friends. Now, Jesus is talking about his sacrifice for us by dying on the cross. But I think this can be applicable to our lives as well. Our love can be shown by giving up parts of our life for the people around us. I think that to lay down our life can mean to lay down the things we want and have. And this might look like taking the time out of your day to... um, This might look like taking the time out of your day to have a conversation with someone or to bring someone lunch or go out of your way to invite somebody to dinner or give somebody a little bit of spare change. I mean, anything to be that light, to give part part of ourselves away for others. We live in a broken world full of people who are suffering, hurting, and feeling unloved. But for us, we have an opportunity through that brokenness. Because of how hurt the world is, all it takes to show God to others around us is a little bit. There's so much hate that a little bit of love shines bright in our cave. And we are called to love people on a daily basis. And when we do that, 
we, God is shown instantly to people. So be that light to the world. Be different and show our love continually. Let's pray. Lord, please help us to show our love or to show your love on a daily basis. Help us to be the light in the darkness of a hurting world. Lord, we pray that you can work through all of us to help bring as many people as possible into your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.